Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks. Welcome to Wednesday night. Sure glad you're tuning in tonight. Boy, what a time to be alive. I hope you had a good Resurrection Sunday. What a beautiful day that was. And it was a wonderful service here. I hope you got a chance to either be here or live stream it. If you didn't, you can go online and pick that up. Pastor Scott did a wonderful message uh, about the resurrection. So we, we're thankful for Jesus. I hope you are. And uh, like I said, what a time to be alive. This is our time. So don't let it pass you by. Know that God's got a purpose and a plan for your life. Still, as long as we have breath, we're to praise him and give him glory and be a witness, amen? Well, tonight, I, you know, as the last number of weeks, I've been talking about the prosperous soul. And uh, this is where we live, in, in our soul. And, and uh, talking about the soul as mind, your will, your emotions, that was what makes up your soul. And uh, uh, the first week, I think I talked about renewing your mind, how important it is to renew your mind. How many of you know, just because we've been born again, <laughs> doesn't mean we're going to be successful in the kingdom of God. That's why Paul tells us in Romans 12 too, be not conformed to this world. I mean, even though there's a conformity to this world, that the enemy wants us to conform to the ways of the world and be bogged down with that. But God wants us to change. He, he made our spirit brand new, brand new. But our soul needs to be sanctified, so to speak. It needs to be with our mind and especially it needs to be renewed and transformed. So Paul said, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the continual renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, because that's what God has for us is a perfect will, amen? I hope you know that, that was Romans 12 too. Now we also talked about true wealth, building wealth in our souls, how you do that. Well, the biggest part about that is beginning to conform to what the Word of God says and begin to be obedient to what it says. And we talked about the poor soul. What it constitutes being a poor soul is when you don't conform when, to what the Word says. You conform to the way the world says what to do, and you go your own way. How many of you know you can get in trouble going your own way? Ask me how I know. Well, don't ask me, but you can. everybody... It's gone their own way. It's fallen into trouble many times. Uh, you go the wrong way. Sometimes you can go the wrong way, but uh, you can fall into a lot of trouble. And then we talked about the truly prosperous soul is the one things, the things that constitute uh, having a prosperous soul, what it means to having a good soul, a soul that is moving forward and is successful in the kingdom of God. And then last week we talked about his peace. And last week, we talked about his peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave unto you, not as the world gives, but as he would give us, amen? His peace. How many of you know he had peace, even, even through all the trials he went through? And if we have God's peace, we can endure and go through anything that in this world offers. And tonight, but tonight, I want to talk about the will. You know, the will is important. There's three attributes of the soul, and we talked about it. It's your mind, your reasoning and thinking process, your emotions, that's your feelings. Boy, we, we live in a, na or a world, I shouldn't say just a nation, but a world that operates out of their feelings. Well, I felt like I had to say this, and they say it, 
And whether you like it or not, whether it's right or wrong, uh, they just have to say things. And your feelings are, well, I didn't feel like it. Well, you know, that happens a lot of times with, with things we need to do or don't want or would like to do, but maybe just don't feel like it, so we just don't do it. And, and then your will, your deciding and choosing processes. That's where I want to come to tonight. And now I looked it up, and, and, and there's many uh, uh, oh, uh, interpretations of a noun or a will. As a noun, it's something desired, a legal document in which a person de declares to whom his possessions are to go after his death. Now, God's will for us was demonstrated for us when he sent his son to pay the penalty for our sins on the cross, did he not? That was his will. That's his expressed will for us. Now, that's his will for us is to what? To be like him. <laughs> Imitate God, as, as Paul said. Imitate uh, Christ. Imitate him. Imitate him. Be like him. It's to be also to be close to him. That's one of his desires, that we would choose to be close to him. Draw nigh to me, and he'll draw, draw nigh to him, and he'll draw nigh to us. Amen? He wants to be close to us. He wants relationship with us. He even wants to partner with us for the cause of, of, of Christ. Amen. To love him with all of our what? Heart and soul and mind. And, 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 and that's, that's important. That's what he wants. That's his desire. That's his will for us. And he desires that all men come to the saving knowledge. Over you know this scripture, 1 Timothy 2, 4. Uh, Paul's talking about, uh, first of all, he's telling Timothy that with prayers, supplications, and thanksgiving may be for all men, for kings and all those in authority, that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. And then uh, it goes on to say in verse 4, who desires all men to be saved, to come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. That's his will for us. That's what he's wanting for us. It goes on to say to prosper and be in health. I mean, you know, he wants us prosperous in all things. Now, what does he want us prosperous for? He, well, he, first of all, he loves us. If you love somebody, you want them to be successful and be prosperous. I hope you do. You know, we shouldn't be jealous or envious of somebody else. We ought to say, hey, I hope they do well. That should be our goal in life. But he wants us to prosper and be in health. And why? So we can further the kingdom of God, further his plan for, for salvation for the earth. Amen? For those in the earth. It says in 3 John 2, which we used as a, uh, a, a, the, a, the main scripture here in the last few weeks, is beloved. Paul, or uh, I said Paul, but it's John writing to Gaius, and he's saying, I wish or desire that you may prosper in all things. This is God speaking through, through John, and he's saying, I wish that you would prosper in all things. Everything you put your hand to shall prosper. That's what he wants, but there's guidelines for that. And be in health just as your soul prospers. How many, how many of you know that when we got, we were talking about the poor soul, you know, that was the one that lacked knowledge and had no desire to change and didn't want uh, to, 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 to go after the things of God, but, but he, they're a poor soul. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not a matter, matter, um, matter of being wealthy or rich as, as far as money goes. It's their, their mind and, and uh, their will to do the right thing sometimes. You, you hear say, people say, well, that was just a poor soul, you know. We don't want to be that, but it's God's will that we prosper 
and be in health. I mean, you know, Jesus bore the stripes on his back for what? Our, our health, our deliverance from, from uh, sin, and not only uh, uh, sickness and, and all those things that would cause us to be in bad health. He gave his blood for our sins and he gave his back for our, and his body for our health. Just as our what? Our soul prospers. So if your soul's not prospering in the things of God, you won't prosper in life. Oh, you may make some money, you may have a uh, comfortable life for so, so, for so long, but you won't do what God has called you to do. But see, this is God's truth. It's not a tradition. This is God's will for us, that he wants us to prosper and be in health. I mean, even though it's God's will that all believers be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. Amen? Holy Spirit and power. He told in Acts chapter 1, he told them to wait there after they would be after that time that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. Then in Acts chapter two, we find where the Holy Spirit came and filled them all. They were in the upper room in unity in one accord, and the Holy Spirit filled them all with uh, with uh, filled them, and they were spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So you know that the Holy Spirit, they, the God wants us filled with the Holy Spirit in this day and this hour. If you're not, it makes it more difficult to be prosperous in our souls. But we, and so God also wants us to fulfill His great commission. How many of you know He has a great commission? He has a mission for each one of us, and that's to fulfill the great commission. Here's what it says in Mark 16. You know these scriptures, but you need to hear them again. In Mark 16, it says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Well, how does that fit me? I'm not a preacher. Yes, you are. You, you may not realize it, but every time you do something, you're probably preaching, you're demonstrating something about your life or about who, what you believe in. But it says, go into all the world means go to those places of influence that you have. It could be a neighbor. It could be people you meet uh, socially. It could be people you meet on the job. It could be anywhere, wherever you go. You ought to have a witness. You ought to witness to the things that Jesus has done for you and, and be uh, upfront about it and, and outspoken. He who believes in, and is baptized, he will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. This is for you and me, my brothers and sisters. In my name, he says, in, in that name of Jesus, that name that's above every name. Amen? They will call out demons or cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. And if they take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's, our, that's the commission that we have. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like uh, uh, a mission impossible. <laughs> where if you choose to accept that, no, that's what he's commissioned us to do. He says, this is my will for you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. So he wants us to do those things. Now, I want to talk to you the rest of the time we have here about his will as a verb. As a verb, that means there's many definitions for that, but express a willingness to do something. It means I will do something. I will do it. You know, the Bible is full of I wills. The Bible is full of I wills. Uh, in Luke 22, uh, it, Jesus was going to the, getting ready to go to the cross. And you know, he was struggling with that. It said he, he bled drops of, or, or sweated blood, uh, drops of blood because of the anguish he was going through. And he said, Father, 
if, if it is your will, take this cup from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I will lay down my life for my brothers and sisters to come. Amen? For all humanity, I will lay down my life. I will. Uh, throughout uh, uh, all uh, the scriptures, there are many I wills. Some are positive, some are negative. I like the ones that, if you go to, if you go to the Psalms, there's all kinds of things. But I want to use it in the context that I will do something. I will do what I need to do, right? You know, people have done... Uh, my, uh, I think about my parents, and many of you, your parents, uh, maybe grew up during the Depression and through World War II and through many hard times. And they did a lot of things they didn't particularly like to do, I'm sure. I'm sure my dad didn't like to get on a ship and go over to Europe and fight with, <laughs> in World War II, but he said, I will. When he raised his hand, even though he was drafted, he didn't have to, he could have ran off somewhere, but he raised his hand and said, I will defend this country. Amen. I will. That's an act of your will. Even though many, 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 many people died, they chose to do what was the right thing. That was what their will was. But in the scriptures, it talks about this. It talks about in Psalm 34, which is one of my favorites, uh, uh, Psalm, uh, David being pursued by Abimelech says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's, I, that's an I will. You know, understand what an I will? It's an I will to do it even though this, I'm being pursued by somebody that wants to take my life. Over in Psalm 91, the, the, the psalmist says, I will say of the Lord. How many of you are saying of the Lord? You know, I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. An ever-present help, that's what he is. He's an ever-present help. See, the will can override your emotions and you can do the right thing even if it's life-threatening or unpleasant. That's what the will will do. Listen, many of you know, had jobs where you didn't really want to go to work, but you got up because I will go to work. I will pay my bills, right? These are all things that we have to think about. And, and it's the will can override those unpleasant things that we don't want to do. Well, I don't feel like it. A lot of people lay in bed and don't do nothing for themselves because they don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. But I remember my dad and my mom, and especially my dad, would get up and go to work at 3 o'clock in the morning and get off, and he would take care of my, uh, my sister and I at night till 10.30 or 11 o'clock when my mom got home, but he wouldn't get to bed till uh, 11 or 12 o'clock at night. But it was his will. I will be a good family man. I will honor my, uh, my wife and my family. I'll do what's right. So that's the will I was going to talk about. Now, I want to finish this. We got a list of things here. I was reading John Mason's book. I don't know if you've ever read his books. They're really uh, encouraging books. He wrote a book called uh, Conquering uh, the Enemy Called Average. And in that book, uh, he writes some things. I actually played golf with, rode in a cart with John Mason. Uh, he didn't read the whole book to me, but he did tell me some positive things. But he's got something in there uh, called be, what, what you will be. And I want to lay the, the first two words to this, I will, I will be. You ever thought about doing this? I will be what? I will be this. And this is what he goes on to say. I will be positive. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of hard to do in a negative world, but that's what I will be positive. Say to yourself, I will be positive even in this negative world. You know, that's important. 
I will be thankful. How many of you know it's good to give thanks at all times? That's what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Give thanks in all things, at all times. That's the will of God for us, amen? In all things, not for all things, not for things or bad things are happening to us, but in all things, you know we got somebody to go to. Be thankful. Be decisive. How many of you know it's hard sometimes people have been around people, it's hard to make a decision. We need to be more decisive in our life. Be merciful. How many of you know we need to be mercy? Show mercy at all times. We are, uh, if we want to have the same thing done to us, if we want mercy, let's give mercy. Amen? We're to love the unloving and, and, love and be merciful to the unloving too. Be persistent. Listen, in this day and this hour, it's so easy to give up on your dreams, on your hopes. Don't give up. Whatever you're going through tonight, whatever you're having trouble with, whatever is a, a struggle for you, don't give up. Be persistent. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep standing on the word of God. Amen? Especially this day and this hour. Be honest. <laughs> Boy, that's a big one in our uh, nation today. My goodness. If you listen to any of the major networks, you're going to hear things that are out-and-out out lies. Out-and-out out lies. People that not even honest enough to tell the truth when they know it's a lie. We need to be honest as Christians, amen? Be excellent. <laughs> How many of you know be excellent? Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord, not unto men, for it is he that rewards and repays. If you do that, you'll be excellent. Do it as unto the Lord. Be excellent in all that you do. In, in how you live, what you do. Take care of your stuff. Be, a, be excellent in your relationships and, and uh, everything that you would do. Be confident. I will be confident in the Lord. Say that. I will be confident in the Lord. I will trust in Him. I will have confidence in Him and I will be confident. Be prayerful. I will be prayerful. In Luke 18, 1, it says, Men ought always to pray and not give up or faint. Listen. Say that, I will be prayerful, I will pray, I will seek the Lord, amen? And he'll reward you when you do. How about be faithful? Oh my goodness, I will be faithful. Oh my, my, my. In this world, <laughs> in this world today, it's important. Are you faithful to your relationships with your spouse or your friends or your Christian brothers and sisters? Are you faithful to your church? Are you faithful? in your relationship to God. We need to be faithful. Say this with me. I will be faithful. Amen. God is faithful. I will be faithful. And what, what does God do? He rewards the faithful. So that we should be faithful. So I will be faithful. Be committed. I will be committed to my walk with the Lord. If you're committed to your walk with the Lord, you'll be committed to other things in your life. Truly. Well, I don't think so, Mike. Yes, yes, you will. If you're faithful and committed to, the, to your walk with the Lord, you'll be committed to the other things in your life because you'll begin to walk out those things. You'll begin to have understanding of what you're supposed to do as a Christian. Amen? I will be dedicated, dedicated to everything I do, dedicated to the things of the Lord. I will be dedicated to uh, my church and my, uh, my Christian brothers and sisters. I'll be dedicated to help the poor, the hurting. I will be focused. Keep your focus in this day and this hour. It's so easy to lose our focus in this day and hour. But we're not to do that. I will be focused. I'll be forgiving. <laughs> Big one right here. Pastor Scott's been talking about forgiving. 
in the last few weeks prior to the message Sunday. But I will forgive. I will be forgiven. If you want forgiveness, if you want forgiveness from your Heavenly Father, you're going to have to forgive. I'll be enthusiastic. I'm not going to jump up and down, but that's what we ought to do in our spirit. We ought to be jumping up and down inside for the things that God has done for us. You know, when you get enthusiastic, it's so much easier to do the things we need to do. Amen? Amen. I'll be hopeful. Listen, don't be without hope today. Our hope lies in what? In nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Amen? We don't have a, a foreign hope. We don't have a hope that, uh, uh, that has no context to it. It has no uh, meat to it, so to speak. We have a hope in Jesus Christ. We, hope, we don't hope like the world hopes. Amen? Be trustworthy. When you said you're going to do something, just go ahead and do it. And when you make the mistake of, of missing it, say, forgive me. I'll be trustworthy. Be loyal. Boy, is that something we need today. <laughs> I just think about the NCAA just okaying all these transfer, uh, transfers of all these young uh, basketball athletes and all these other athletes, and there's like 12 to 1,500 going to be in this portal where they, uh, they've been there for a year or maybe two, and all of a sudden they're not, they're going to go somewhere else. They're, they're, you know, uh, we can find that in every walk of life, uh, unloyal. But we're to be loyal. I will be loyal. I will be helpful. Can you help somebody else? You know, the, the old saying is, I, I was depressed. Well, they, you know what? What helps you get out of depression? Go find somebody else to help. <laughs> somebody else maybe doesn't have it as, as well off as you do because they're all around. I don't know what you're going through, but there's other people going through a whole lot too. So be helpful. Be kind. I will be kind. <laughs> Easier to be kind than, than we know. Uh, this, uh, our ex-basketball coach, Lon Kruger, just retired after uh, 50 years of, of playing and, and coaching sports. And everywhere he went, the people saw it, how, how kind he was. And they asked him, so Lauren, uh, Lon, you, you, found, you were always kind to everybody. He said, well, I found out it was pretty easier to be kind than, than what people think. Be kind. The Bible tells us be kind one to another, tenderhearted, loving and forgiving one another. Amen? Be happy. Oh, I don't know what to be happy about. Count your blessings one by one. Amen. Be happy. Be courageous. Don't be uh, like this society where you back down from the pressures of what the world is trying to give you. Stand up strong and be courageous in this day and this hour. Be generous. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. That's a word not just for money. It's for everything. Be generous with your time, with your talents, with your abilities, with just being there for others. Be loving. <laughs> How about, I will be loving. It says, love the Lord your God <laughs> and with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Be loving. Be dependable. Are you dependable tonight? I will be dependable. Amen. I will be wise. How about, I will be holy. I'll live holy. I'll live a life that's pleasing unto God. That's what we're to do. I will be obedient. Oh, that's a big one right there. Obedience, the scripture says, is better than sacrifice. Living a godly life and living being obedient to him is better than sacrifice. Be purposeful. I will be purposeful. I will be effective. I will be creative. I will be responsible. I will be devoted in my relationship with God and my relationships with people. I'm devoted. <laughs> Amen. I will be patient. Got to work on that sometimes. 
I will be optimistic. See the glass half full rather than half empty all the time. If that, a lot of that has to do with what, how you're saying, what you're saying about what's going on in the world. And the last but the, for today is I will be compassionate. I will be compassionate. Everywhere Jesus went, he had compassion on those that were hurting. And what did he do? He healed, he delivered, he set people free. We can do the same thing. <laughs> I, I used to say something like, Jesus, I give you my heart, a heart, a hard-hearted, a heart that's caught up in the world and asked for your heart, a heart of love and compassion. You can do the same. I will be compassionate. I hope that's helping you tonight. It's helping me to think about. When you go around saying, I will be something, you can begin to walk it out. If you never do that, it probably never occurs to you. But when you're saying these things, you'll begin to walk those things out and you'll be successful. Your, your soul will be successful. Your will will constitute a successful soul if you do what God says to do in his word and do the things that I spoke of today or tonight in this area right here. So we'll just do those and as we close out tonight, I'm gonna to pray and thank God that we can be highly successful. Lord, I thank you that you've given us a will. You didn't make us robots, but you called us to a place where we could learn to love you and, and would love you and will do your will. So we choose to do that. We choose to say of the Lord, I will bless the Lord. I will choose to follow him. I will choose to all these things we just talked about today. May it be a reality for each one of us. And if we're not doing something in those areas, just help us to begin to do that. And help us to begin to say, I will bless the Lord. He is my strength, my fortress, my ever-present help in time of trouble. Thank you for everyone hearing my voice tonight. May they be blessed. May they be filled with the success of the kingdom of God. <laughs> Healthy, wealthy, and wise to further the kingdom of earth, on earth in Jesus' name. Well, be blessed. We'll see you next time. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.